Genre. to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man 2, one rent-wanting minute at a time. You know, landlords. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Mike Baba from the Ideal Remake Podcast. And I'm Sam Gash, also from the Ideal Remake Podcast. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming back, guys. Happy to have you here on uh, Minute 18. Minute 18 today is what we'll be discussing, which is the one that begins with MJ saying, uh, don't disappoint me, and ends with uh, Ursula saying, hi, Pete, burning herself with a spoon and throwing it at the stove and starting a fire. So yeah, this is the transition out of our backyard scene that we've been doing all week and into the you know wonderful new world of Spidey's new apartment. Mm. Um, Ditkovich TV repair. Ditkovich TV repair, which is, God, that's beautiful. Um, that's a nice little pun there, or little nod. Yeah. Steve Ditko. Yeah. Yep, if it yeah. if it isn't yeah clearly yeah, yeah Steve Ditko the co creator of Spider Man um, where are you guys seeing that uh, Ditkovich TV repair it's hard to see in the actual I mean because I see LK Service Corporation it's yeah, down see... it's down in the it's the bottom right ah uh, yeah. okay this is like the that's the shop that he lives above is is the yeah and he's I, and he's Ditkovich so it's right his like so Ditkovich like owns that and then has the building above the, it the rent, rent guy is Ditkovich. is Ditkovich yeah. Yeah. okay that's what he's in the in the credits as is Mr. Ditkovich it's um, a nice exterior sh- scene too I couldn't tell if it's backlot or location but it's definitely really backlot nice. definitely yeah backlot. it's like well well-dressed backlot though like it looks yeah. like realistically grungy in the storefronts and everything that it's got no that parking. but it's got that movie magic quality where it's just a little heightened yeah, it's a yeah. little warm, you know, yeah. it's like... <sighs> Threw on a blue filter. It's not quite, uh, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, fantasy New York, but sure. it's, you know, on the way there yeah. to a certain degree where it's like, it's New York, but it's like, movie New York. Yeah. I love on Backlots, too, that instead of having, like, gum on the ground, they actually paint gum and little tar and dirt right yeah. on the ground. So I fun. love the attention to details. Like, I'm so happy I've gotten to walk around a handful of backlots, and they're just so cool. There's they something ugh, impossibly magical about them. Yeah, I, 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 it's you'd be hard pressed to find someone who doesn't get a little bit giddy when you're on a backlot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Movie magic. Uh, so when Peter walks upstairs, um, there's something that I, I guess I need to point out now so that I can pay it off in tomorrow's minute. But, uh, (laughs) but, but Peter walks to his door and I want everybody to take a good hard look at that door. It's a door. 501 is uh, 501 is his apartment, which I I find interesting that his apartment is 501 and Ditkovich's is 502. Like why, why does he not have the 01? I don't know. Yeah, is it generally speaking like the O one is like the bigger like studio, right? You or, would think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't 
know. Top but of the stairs. Why is Dickovich living so high up in his building where he's the landlord? Like, yeah, fifth, he... fifth floor? It's like, for the view. Oh, he's got oh. the best view there. Oh. I just, I would be worried about like my knees or something if I was like, you know, if I owned the building, you know. That's yeah, true. If I can't do first floor because the TV repair shop is there, like I would probably live in like the second second floor. Did it seem like, I mean, if it's 501, that implies there's five floors. Yeah. Did it yeah. seem like it was a five floor building? Like a five I story walk? So. It could I mean, be. Yeah. They, they might not have built them all on the back lot, but just in terms of, you know, New York City, I, you know, I could see that. I see at yeah. least five on there. And yeah. you know what? You would want to be on the top floor because you wouldn't get, you wouldn't be able to hear any of your neighbors above you. It's the quietest. Floor. It, oh, it is the best. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus for Peter, you know, higher up you are, easier to swing away in your swing, swing, swing times. Right. Yep. Yeah. Swing. Yeah. Yeah. Land of swing. Easier for swing times. Easier for swing times. Uh, did did uh, red six sense is uh, something something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sp- <laughs> the spidey. The rent sense. Yeah, you already used the phrase that was probably the best version of that. It's a spidey sense for rent. Yeah. Rent sense. I'm really nailing it on the wordplay today, guys. Pretty proud of myself. Uh, I like the actor that they cast, too, Elia Baskin. Oh, Elia Baskin's amazing. He looks kind of like an older Ted Raimi. (laughs) Kind of. I was going to say he looks a little bit like uh, Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like if Ted Raimi and Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Elia Baskin, he's like one of those actors who's been working for forever. He's just one of those, you know go-to Russian guys on all sorts of movies and TV shows. But, like, he's straight up, like, he studied at the Moscow Arts Theater in Moscow that, like, Chekhov started and all that. He is, he was a huge, big, prestigious theater actor. He, like, had all these awards, you know, when he was in in Russia and then did, like, a little bit of uh, theater work in Europe and then was, like, excited to move to the U.S. And his story that he tells is that he moved to the U.S. because he was, like, excited about film and TV, but in Europe... At, when he was starting out in like the 70s, they would dub every film. So, like, you would shoot a film, but you would just, like, they wouldn't record sound on the day, and you would just go dub over your lines later. So mm-hmm. he was like, when I move to the U.S., I should start doing film before I do theater, because I can't speak English very well. And that way I can just act the scenes and then practice really hard to do the English when we do the dubbing. And then he, like, he found out when he got there that, like, no, they record the onset sound. And so he, like, he had a much harder time than he expected because he was this, like, really well-known, like, really, uh, like, super cool, like, famous theater actor, respected theater actor. And then, you know, kind of had to build his way back up in all of these little character bit parts. But, yeah, crazy. I mean, he's been in everything, you know. West Wing, Castle, Roseanne, Mad yeah. About You. Trend. That's everything. Yeah, that is everything. Yeah, he's, um, I love him so much. In this. He's very good. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> this other guy playing poker with him, the the bigger like Italian looking guy, Louis yeah, Lombardi. Yeah. Louis oh, Lombardi. Okay, so yeah, he's yeah. he is somebody because I I recognize mm-hmm. him. Like, oh, straight up, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, he hey, on, you're in New York and you need a character actor slash extra to play cards. Well, Louis Lombardi played cards in The Sopranos, Suicide Kings, Jersey Boys. Yeah, but, like, he's had, like, big roles on, like, um, 24 and Entourage and even NYPD Blue. Like, it's not like he wasn't already an established actor, and then it was, like, this is right before he blew up. Like, he'd been doing, like, eight episodes of NYPD Blue, like, a few years before this. He's, like, a legit actor, but he's just just playing cards, just hanging out there. 
Just be it's a an card odd guy. game of cards that they're playing too. That all their cards are face up on the table. They each only <laughs> have like two or three poker chips. They're playing a uh, Rummy Five Hundred. Sure, why not? Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't know. It just it builds out the world a little bit. Like this is so basic filmmaking stuff, but I love it. This like little sort of J cut where we. We hear Peter's footsteps going up the stairs before we see him, and we hear the music before we see yeah. the thing. And they, in the mix, the music gets louder as he's walking up the stairs, which of course they didn't do on the day because you never record music on the day. And then when Mr. Dickovich opens the door to say rent, the music gets louder. It's nice and loud. Oh, God, I love it so much. It's just that reveal, too, that they did it in a. Um, it's not quite like in a horror movie when they have the mirror reveal, but almost in that. We cut to the shot of Peter's face so that, like, <laughs> he just appears in the background behind him. The darkness opening up into Mr. Ditkovich's area. Who opened that door? He did it with his mind powers. Because <laughs> No, he, he it, just nope. he just pulled it open and, and just, like, hard. He just pulled it and let go. Oh, right. Like, the momentum. Yeah, he just let it swing open. Maybe that's why the doors keep breaking. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Save it. Need to fix it. Save it. Yeah. Yep, 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 uh, yep. <laughs> uh yeah i i just i really like the composition of this shot of, mm-hmm. of it's the a depth. great scene yeah, yeah. just yeah. there's so much depth and life and detail in this Ugh. crappy Reveal apartment shot. building <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like and i love the like you know how like bill pope has lit every like level the foreground different from the midground different from the background so yes. that like it Ah, when we do that big old rack focused all the way back, it's it's not quite like something out of Citizen King because that was deep focus everything. Like we do at least have a slightly shallow depth of field here, but mm-hmm. the use of the depth is like reminds me of Orson Welles here. It's really that's I love the shot. It's a really good shot. Yeah. It's, so, it's I, like you see the shot and you get it immediately. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I all have right, uh, I have a <laughs> I have a lot of things to say about Ursula Dickovich. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I I feel like the majority of it should wait until her big cake scene uh, later. That's fair. Yeah, um, when but... Zach tells his story. Yeah, because I have a big a big uh, Ursula story. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I should. Maybe I'll save it. For save the cake save scene. it for the cake scene. Okay. Save it for her big scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do it, have okay. to say I I like her introduction where it's like. I'm going to weight shame my daughter. She's a very lonely girl. Her only friend is a clean spoon. Um, Oh, did I mention her only friend is an exploding spoon? (laughs) Well, it's like we have the great spoon joke at the end, the high peat moment. But her actual like proper introduction is after the crackers joke. And it's just the tiniest subtle little like they cut to her. And she's just uncomfortable. Yeah, she just has second. this sort of. She just has like this, like nervous, this nervous little lap dog look on her face, where she's just like, uh, like why am I? Why are you? Why is everyone looking at me? Stop it! The little squint. But it's, in that yeah. first shot where uh, where they open the door and we get that really amazing shot, like her look on her face for that is like this biggest smile, like, yeah. oh, that's Peter. She's so immediately endearing. God, yeah. yeah. Ursula Ditkovich. She's so great. I, I yeah. think they cast her so well that it kind of backfired on them, to be totally honest. Um, to a degree. Yeah. 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 But, but, because but everyone again. everyone feels bad for her. Everyone feels so bad for her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely more on that in the cake scene. But uh, it's. Yeah. I, I, her character baffles me just on multiple levels. The least of which is that, like, I just I love her so much. And I don't yeah. want anything bad to ever happen to her. <laughs> yeah. She's like Willow, you know, in Buffy. Yeah. I just exactly. Yeah. I just want her to be safe. That's all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So we, with the payoff of the $20 uh, bill is like so, 
Uh, I mean, it's a hilarious scene, mm -hmm. obviously. Right. But it hurts you in your soul. Why would Peter show him the money? Yeah, because he's dumb. He's Proof. He's, pro yeah. he's proving it. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to like just be like, no, we're, this is all I have in my wallet right now. Look, I can't pay you. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but we know that that's a lie because he does buy flowers with money tomorrow. So. Oh my God, Peter, you bought this this ticket out of nowhere yesterday. Well, not yeah. yesterday. We won't see it yet. But like. In our fiction, he has bought the ticket on the way here, and you're going to buy flowers. Why are you lying to Dickovich so much? Yeah. Come on. Also, he, you just he know. He just wants to feed his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> also, you just know that uh, that Dickovich is not putting that $20 on, to, on, on Peter's principal. No, of course. <laughs> it's just, this is spite money yeah. that you owe me. Yeah, this yeah. is spite yeah. money. <laughs> you're only paying the interest. You're not getting, you're not touching that principal. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know. My uh, my thing is just like Peter. Like, why? There's this thing called student loans. Like, I know you don't want to be in debt, but like, my God, like you can be <laughs> like you can be living uh, like perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. If you just took out some loans, buddy. Like, I don't know <sighs> why you're doing this to yourself. <laughs> or you know, stayed with his aunt, who has a perfectly good room. True, true, true. But. Yeah. It's kind of far from campus, though. It's a little far from campus. He's got a forge out on his own. How far would the subway ride be? Good from, lord, from I don't know. From Queens to like Manhattan, oh, far. Yeah, that's is it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, probably like an well, hour. Especially because where oh, is man. Empire University is near where Columbia is, right? Something in, like that. Generally speaking, yeah, I think yeah. so. It's I definitely like not in Queens. Uh, no, I feel like it's real far. Yeah, um, like like life wise. Yeah. Gonna be it's, I get him living here. It's just like. I, make better choices, Peter. Come yeah. <laughs> My, he was taught at an early age, debt is bad. They get you early and then you're in debt for the rest of your life. Also, also, just from the perspective of like his plans for the future. Yeah. Why is he even going to college? Like what what is mm. his what is his plan? Like is he gonna yeah. graduate with this degree and then and then what? What happens when he has his degree? He can't get a normal job. He's Spider Man. So what is he gonna do? He's gonna be a scientist. Networking. <laughs> it's all about networking. Yeah. Getting those connections. Networking with future supervillains so he knows how to right. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to you have to establish uh, tragic backstories for everybody. Right. All right. Yeah. Fair. I don't know. Maybe maybe he feels like he owes it to Uncle Ben to like actually finish his education out. God, like, he just owes yeah. way too much to Uncle Ben. Honestly, too much. Oh man, I owe, I owe him. I owe college education to him. I owe the Spider Man thing to him. <laughs> he he's a he's a gentleman with a lot of guilt. This Peter. Peter really should have listened to more Devo and just given the past a slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder if abc devo have gotten to that song yet <laughs> maybe everybody should go, should go check out that podcast Promises there's a podcast called abc devo yeah they they cover every song by devo alphabetically oh i'm on board that's a fantastic show. idea yeah I'm going for <laughs> it right now <laughs> abc devo abc devo um why is dickovich only feeding his daughter crackers i, I <laughs> $20 will buy a lot of crackers. It will buy, yeah, saltines for days. Um, $20, $20 can be exchanged for goods and services. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> uh, dental plan. Uh, I, what, clearly, they're eating other things than crackers in this household, Sam. I mean, we can already see, I don't know, bratwurst. What is, I mean, okay, so I know that Elliot Baskin himself is a, a 
Russian American Latvian actor, but like in the in the fiction here, is it are they are they cooking like Latvian food? Is this Russian food? There's like sausages here and like guac and chips. I don't really know what what they're going for uh, 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 cuisine wise here, but it's not just crackers. All right, what are those? Are those breadsticks? No, I think they're like sausages. I think they're making some sort of like I don't in the know. in the pan. Yeah, well, no, like, on the table. On the table, oh, on the table, like yeah, next to the you know, there's a big spinny thing with the chips in it, with the not chips, uh, uh, poker chips in it. Uh, there's like some sort of dish there. It looks like it has meat of some kind. I don't I know. Think so. I, I see that looks like pretzel bread to me. Well, sometimes meat looks like pretzel bread. I guess I don't know. I, I just. <laughs> I'm over-explaining the joke here, I guess, but there's no way he's just feeding her crackers, Sam. No, Come I, on. Please. <laughs> Let's not be silly. Let's yeah, those look silly. like pretzels to me. I'm, I'm with Sam. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah, dang. those look like okay. soft pretzels. Because that's, mu- I think that's, I don't think that's poker chips. I think that's mustard in the bowl. Oh. Like in the bowl with the card in it? There's, there's a, a card, card? In, the, in a bowl? No, no, no. Uh, like in front of Mr. Jetkovich, the bowl right oh, in front oh, of him. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. I think that's All mustard, right, yeah. and that means that those are like little pretzel sticks. I so we're just having pretzels and mustard in a poker, poker night. Yeah, and then she's cooking like a real dinner, I think, back there. Yeah. Okay, okay. With a clean spoon. With like a clean spoon, clean spoon that has gotten really hot for some reason. Um, yeah, right. was she just resting? <laughs> I mean, with a spoon like that, do you think she's making soup? Because if it's like chicken noodle soup, that could come out clean. Oh, and yeah, you that's put your true. hand on it. Well, maybe, yeah. I or don't she, think she it would get just... that hot, though. Yeah. She has a boring. very uh, sensitive uh, disposition. That's true. I mean, she's such a precious flower. Yeah. She is a delicate she's so flower. She's so tiny that it just burns all the way through her, <laughs> oh. her whole hand. <laughs> <laughs> and that's i mean i when i first saw this minute i like her hitting the fire to put it out i was like that's silly but then i was like oh no wait people actually do that with spatulas to put out fires they do yeah it's mm-hmm. a great like bit of business back there I, I don't even know how they shot this with the like <laughs> what do you call it mike an exploding spoon <laughs> an exploding spoon yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen anyone love a spoon so much since the tick <laughs> <laughs> nice i don't um, know have you seen a uh, mystery men Oh, yes, deep cuts, deep cuts here. Um, does he love the spoons though? I mean, he gets oh, I see what happened. If you love something, you have to throw it away. I, I see what, what happened. happened. So he, she, she, the the spoon was hot, and she dropped it, but she hit the side of the pan where she's cooking something with oil, and the oil, oh, the grease the went into the gas fire, and then yeah, exploded. That's what happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Good eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eyes like I rodents. Ow. <laughs> Eyes like non-specific rodents. Is what do rodents have particularly good vision? I, like what is? I don't is know, that? but I do enjoy that his senses are in direct opposition to each other. A cat and rodent. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that that I just like. That his senses hate each other. The whole spectrum in that in that head having fights. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a like a cat he chasing like a rodent a like in his head all at all times. Which is the Lord of the Rings movie where it's Fellowship, right? Where they run into uh, the elves in the woods when like Gimli's like, I, I, they can't sneak up on me. I have the eyes of a hawk and the ears of a fox. Is that that's I the first no one, right? No idea. No, which one that I is. think that's that's got to be Two Towers or something because they don't really see elves in the first one until they get to. Uh, at any rate, there is uh, castle in the woods. At any rate, they get to the castle, and I'm just trying to place this in time because that's the only other like like big movie that has this like type of 
I got eyes like this. I got ears like this. Released no, almost uh, at the same time. Weird. Oh my god! So it's like <laughs> we all we already got with the first movie. We got uh, Willem Dafoe doing the Gollum thing before Gollum, That's and now right. we've got we've got Mr. Dikovich here doing the Gimli thing before Gimli. No, I mean, after Gimli. This would have been oh, after, after Gimli. Gimli. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, right. it it does set up like one of my favorite jokes. Like whenever someone says, "There's absolutely no way this is going to happen," and every time that happens in a movie, like I'm watching it with friends, I'll always say, "Cut to," and it like and cuts to like the obvious, like the reverse of whatever it was they said wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But like with Mr. Dikovich, like he's on point here. Like he threatens him. I got eyes like you know, cat ears like a rodent. I mean, eyes like. Ears like a cat, eyes like a rodent, mm-hmm. and then he is on point with that radar sense. Like he yeah. is always popping out of areas. Is it is it a is it a Russia joke? Is that what it is? Like instead of saying mm. eyes like a hawk, he says, he like, says a rodent, like a rodent because there's not hawks in Russia. There's rodents in oh. Russia. Is that what the <laughs> joke is? Is it like ah? No, I just think they're making fun of his face. Um, yeah, it's, no. maybe it's just so he can do that little, like, yeah. gnawing joke. But there is maybe something to it about, like, how idioms don't always make the leap across the, like, Isn't language the, device. One yeah. of the big symbols of communism, like, a hawk on the, like, a big... I feel like that's fascism. It, I'm looking it up. A hawk? I feel like, I mean, there's, like, eagles. That's... It might be an eagle. That's America. Yeah. Eagles are that's America. Amer- America and Nazi Germany were big on eagles. Um, yeah. But I don't know about like like Soviet Union or communist Russia. I don't know if they had a if they had an animal thing. I don't know. Uh, Sparrow and the hawk. Oh, sparrow Doves and hawks. Sparrow and hawks. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's about people who, like hawk and dove, war hawk. But that's all military conflict and okay. And that's Russia. DC universe. All Russia right. likes Riveting. bears. That's, Russia does like bears. Russia does like bears. Yeah, yeah. So it's even maybe that's another level to the joke that like he's trying to be intimidating. Oh god. Uh he's <laughs> trying to be intimidating with this like thing, but he chooses the least intimidating animal to uh <laughs> ears like cat, <laughs> eyes like rodent, and hugs like bear. Come here, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> Life is hard when you're young. Oh, uh, give me that twenty dollars. Yeah, like he takes the 20 while he's hugging him. <laughs> Peter doesn't, hey. Uh, I, I just, I, I love Ursula's reaction to her fire. Um, it's so good. It's just, she looks like this is the most horrifying thing that's ever happened to her. Uh, and and she's just so embarrassed. Like, oh, she yeah. just, she likes Peter so much. She has such a crush on him. She oh, really it does. breaks my heart. She I love the hand. contrast on, <sighs> that Toby Maguire has with his expressions from this minute uh, f- compared to the last minute mm-hmm. where in the last minute he's repeating things that MJ is saying, like he's decoding them on a little orphan Annie secret decoder ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, be sure to drink your boyfriend. A like, boyfriend? Like a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. But this one, he just has this blank look. Like he's wa- he stepped into some sort of like absurdist, blackout scene performed by an eastern european alternative theater troupe <laughs> yeah he wandered into a play basically yep. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like okay all right and then he like the genuine concern he has when the fire happens and they just shut the door on his face yes. oh, God, I love it. Now, I, and it's, this must happen a lot because mr jedkovich is just rolling his eyes when he leans forward to rush shut the door he's just like ugh. <laughs> Another At, day, another fire. Every time I see Ursula, for some reason, I feel like she's wearing pants that have to be held up with like rope or string. 
Yeah. Well, those low-rise jeans, man. That's how. I mean, that's how it was. But like, that's just like the image that I had in the back of my head from when I first saw this movie. And I know that's not what it is, but it's just like the combination of poverty and the low-rise jeans. Yeah, I get that. It's like how last season I swore in my brain that like when Bruce Campbell introduced Spider-Man, he like had six more adjectives than he actually had. Like he just says the terrifying, the death-satisfying. But there's something about like. In your mind, things seem to become more of what they were before mm-hmm. you like actually sit down and, and pick them apart. Like that actually brings up an interesting question because hmm. I'm curious if this has ever happened because it's always the Amazing Spider-Man, the Spectacular Spider-Man, the Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, has there ever been a comic like an April Fool's comic which is called the Regular Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was that Halloween one we did that um, uh, the Bill short Hader short wrote? Halloween? A uh, short Halloween. Oh yeah, because they were making a Batman joke instead of a Spider-Man joke. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's there waiting to be done if it hasn't been. Yeah, mm-hmm. despite that's it's our regu- something in comics that hasn't been done yet. I well, There's, I think they've yeah. done a joke like that, but it was about a new character. Like it was a one shot comic called like oh. the regular Joe, and it was just like <laughs> a guy named Joe just... who does who just like doesn't do anything, you know. And it's <laughs> okay. uh, it's a Marvel comic. I, I'm pretty sure that has happened. Definitely, I think they've done it yeah. maybe with that that Hydra agent that um, Deadpool is oh, friends with, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I think something like, like that um, happened. I can't remember his name, but like, yeah, that's like the joke that he was an anonymous guy who was a Hydra agent, and then he keeps popping up. And Deadpool. they even referenced it in the last Deadpool movie, even oh, though yeah. they yeah. weren't supposed to. But yeah, yeah, they didn't have the rights to it. But I don't know, somebody stop him. Um, yeah, well, there's our regular Spider-Man there at the end, just his big old eyes and confused face. He's so oh, worried Peter, for her, Peter. You sweet little worried boy. He's just what. Mm. <laughs> fire <laughs> all right well we will be back tomorrow with minute 19 in the meantime uh go check out the other uh podcasts in the movies by minutes community by going to movies by there's something like 85 of them so yeah you know go go check it out see if there's another movie you want to listen to minute by minute and uh we'll still be here when you come back tomorrow for minute 19 bye everybody bye bye, bye. bye.